myself I have an MBA securities licenses and clients net worth for decades for 15 million dollars they have 50 million dollars so you only can keep clients like that if you use decision science you use logic and you use math and you have a vast network of people that you tap in to their knowledge to benefit your clients. Because, because of my securities licenses, I have a fiduciary responsibility to protect the public. Now, for me to make money and live a good lifestyle here in Southern California, I have to consistently make my client money. And more than that, provide them with the right intellectual, financial resources so we all could be happy. So I translate that, my career, who I am, into sports betting to give you, of all people, the tools you need to put money in your pocket, betting on college and professional sports. Why do I do that? I do it because I just got tired of listening to the bullshit from ESPN, from Fox Sports. Constant ton, Big Ten channel, constant ton of just crap. So since I watch a lot of sports, since I have a lot of contacts in the sports industry, I decided to share information, good Solid. I have a journalism background as well. Well sourced information so we can all help each other get to the truth or at least get close to the truth. Elon Musk said, if you know the truth, you can predict outcomes. So what we do is we collaborate. The sports betting is about collaboration. We collaborate with each other to get as close to the truth as possible to predict outcomes. And since we live in a $134 trillion U.S. market, the richest country in the world, for now, there's enough money for everybody where we do not have to be over-competitive. But we teach decision science. We teach uh, mental health, mental health first aid kit. We teach uh, different methods, the nuts and bolts, right, of how to pick an investment, 
how to analyze an investment, right? And sports betting is an investment of your time and your money. So you have to have a very disciplined process. Okay. So you're the toughest, smartest person in any particular room. You are in the wrong room. It's always 100%. Better to be lucky than good. And the, the reason we delve into truth and being authentic is because the truth, what really happens, is so much more bizarre. So much more. What happened, you know, not to get too serious, but what happened in Hamas is so much more gruesome than any horror movie you could watch, right? So it's always better to be lucky than good. And man, do we get lucky because not only is Melissa an attractive person, she has the uncanny ability to pick NFL football games. <laughs> it, it, we've monetized that, right? Because who has time to research all of this and research all the craziness, the nuttiness, all the corruption that goes on in the NFL? And people now know why I call them the Harbaugh family, the, the Harbaugh Mafia football family, right? We see how the brother's cheating, right? And the problems he has. And we've been telling you that all year. We're monetizing it all year because time waits for no one. Even though the beginning of the season is always dicey, we still made a lot of money. But we learn from our mistakes. We learn from what happened. We do our research. Now we're ready to kill it in November and December. Why? Because we have to. It's crazy. One of the easiest, most ways that we can control, right? What we can control is making money on these games, right? And we sit there and we watch with it. And if I suddenly take it every weekend, we sit there and we watch. So we can't have idle time. We have to be making money while we're watching these games, right? I can't control what goes on behind me, but I can control having a camera <laughs> to see what, what goes on, right? And you always have to have your back being watched. So Melissa's watching our back with these pics. So thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you for having me. So how's Halloween? Is Halloween your favorite holiday? It is. It is absolutely my favorite holiday. I um, I went to know the Scary Farm last night. Oh, Scary Farm. Um, I got scared once. <laughs> of the whole thing. Like, all the mazes and, and all the scares were coming out at me trying to scare me. And I was Oof. just laughing at their faces and making fun of them. And they hated me. <laughs> they, <laughs> they hated me because they could not get right. me. But it was so much fun. Uh, but yeah, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You've been back home a lot. I'm old. I'm an old person. So I think, oh, I think of all the news. I watch too much news. So I'm thinking, oh, scary farm. Oh, scary fight. <laughs> I'm glad I made it back home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, man, it comes at us fast and furious. Um, but we're ready with everything that's gone down. The trade deadlines, craziness, all the way around. Uh, we start this week, Thursday night, Thursday night football. 
Pittsburgh Steelers are at home. It's going to be the terrible towels. It's going to be those yellow towels everywhere you're going to see. Tomlin coming off a loss. All his games go under. So we got the under last week. Got the under last week. And he's getting three points against the Titans. Ray Wall, he does what he wants to do is run. And the owner of the Titans is Amy Adams, the daughter of Bud Adams. It used to be Love You Blue. Love, love you blue. You know I love you. You are my blue. That was the song for the Houston Oilers. The Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers number one. So they moved that out of the team, ripped the hearts of everybody in Houston. Now they're Tennessee, and they're a cheap team. They get Brable, who coached for Belichick. Remember, pretty much 80%. Remember, 80-20 rule, right? 20% makes 80% something else. Remember, we teach business and financial concepts. So that's a big one. So 80% of the coaches in the league are either part of the Belichick family or part of the Belichick Mafia family, or the Harbaugh Mafia family. Now, doing my research, there is a fourth family. But these guys are the opposite. These are Christian, they're not monsters. <laughs> Tomlin, Dungy, all these guys are good guys. So it's the good guys. Against the bad. It used to be the criminals versus the Catholics, right? Notre Dame against Miami back in the day. So this is a, the Belichick Mafia family. Cheap family-owned team. I think that's going to be the theme of this week is cheap family-owned teams. Some families are connected to syndicates, the five families in New York. Some aren't. Some are just cheap family-owned teams that the kids want profit so they continue to live in you know, $30 million homes to live lavish lifestyles. So, that being said, the Pittsburgh Steelers are owned by Art Mooney, who still owns five racetracks. And the way he got his money was through the mafia, through the racetracks. But, they got away from that as we, you know, go on and to kind of make amends. They always have to have an African-American coach. In this case, Mike Tom. Uh, Thursday night, we're in the middle of a war. The terrible towels. Uh, Pittsburgh is cheap, right? Cheap team, family-owned team, the Roonies. So what that means to us is that there are a little bit of dysfunctional, crazy things happen at the end because they don't pay for backups. And when you don't pay for backups, and the guys played 100% of the snaps and 100% of the, of the uh, special teams, crazy things happen, right? The delirious tired at the end. So... I'm not going to mess with the points. I'm going to go Steelers on the money line under 36. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think the Steelers on the money line is a good call. Um, I might do the same thing. I had it uh, for the points. Um, Steelers minus 2.5. But I think I'm going to do a three-way just to be safe. Right. Right, we, we bet all these games. Yeah, I, I put $1,000 on the game. Each game, we do them all. It's just getting up there. But we do them all because we can, and because these these 
teams are so interrelated, right? That they, they do the same thing, they train the players the same way, they have the same strategy, same strategy for the trajectory of the season. That's why we can do such a high volume. Awesome. What's the next game we're going to look at, Melissa? And that's your Thursday night football. I have Dolphins and the Chiefs. Dolphins and the Chiefs. Now, to throw a curveball at us, this game is going to be at 6.30 in the morning. It's such a good game. Yeah, who knows what's going on? I'm a little bit under the weather, so... Man, I don't know if I'm going to be up at 6.30 in the morning. Maybe put the DVR to watch it. But... It should be an offensive fireworks. They're in Germany. They shouldn't have their legs in the second half. That for us means the over. And the Chiefs, after bad performance, they don't play bad two, two weeks in a row. And then Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes has a big opportunity. He's a young guy. Kelsey, too. Kelsey, Taylor Swift, Germany. Come on. There's a lot of money, a lot of marketing money, a lot of PR money on the line. So, yep. it's Chiefs all the way, right? Over the 50 points. Oh, yeah. All right. I still can't believe I embarrassed the game last week. <laughs> but it's Payne. I picked that. I picked that because you looked at the trajectory of the season. Two big mafia families going in. The Andy Reid mafia family. And the Andy Reid mafia family is different because it's more of a Mormon mafia, right? They all belong to the same Mormon church, and he mentors these guys to be head coaches, and they develop that network, which I hate networks. And it's not business work because diverse companies make 46% more free cash flow. It's an MBA, I know that. In practice, I know that. Than companies that aren't diverse. People get diversity wrong. They get stuck on gender. They get stuck on disability. They get stuck on race. And in the end of the day, the way society is now, that has nothing to do with it. It has to be just basic business of being pragmatic. So if you have an engineering team with 11 white guys versus another engineering team with 11 white guys and one black lesbian from the creative arts department. The, the team with the black lesbian will beat the 11 white guys every time. Because they have diverse, and people are like, oh, the same qualifications. Yes, the black le lesbian has the same qualifications as the other white guy. Same level of education. That team with the black lesbian will beat that team with 11 white guys every time. And I'll bet on it and I'll make money with them. Right? Just by having that knowledge. Just having that diversity. You see it all the time. You see it in the news, whatever. Uh, female CEOs make 46% more free cash flow. Right? I, I call it the blessing of the glass ceiling. Because a woman who's that ambitious, who that resilient, that gets herself to CEO, they're more battle-tested than the guys that have been given something, right? So, Melissa, what happens is, when you have a person, male or female, who's been given something, versus somebody who had to fight for it, the person that fight for it, usually is gonna win that, right? Yeah, oh yeah. So, but having Melissa on here, we make more money. 
female intuition is 100%. They're respecting her opinion. She's been watching football her whole life for her dad. And he, she, she benefits from the fact that she hasn't been a, a degenerate betting on all the games and we have all the slow things. <laughs> we can just share with her and she can just fly away with it. <laughs> so I like it. I like these these two games, man. We're right on it. Making that money, watching these games is crazy chaotic time. Don't wait till the week before Christmas to try to bet off a game make some money. Be ready now, you know. Looking at the Mac. I didn't give out Mac picks because they hadn't done enough research. Now I'm gonna research the Mac a little bit more. Be ready for those games on Tuesday night for the Mac action. So the whole month of November, December. Lord willing, we're going to have a pick for you every night so you can monetize it, so you can buy things during the holidays. What's the next game we're going to look at? Um, the Vikings and the Falcons. Man, this is quarterbackless game. We got the Falcons with Desmond Ritter, who, again, this is uh, the, the Atlanta Falcons are a team that's owned by what I call a gold digger Trust. Like, Josh, what are you talking about? Arthur's, Arthur um, Blank. He founded Home Depot. Right? And um, Home Depot's worth, you know, I'll look it up real quick, but Home Depot's worth, you know, up of $23 billion. So, what happened, it unfortunately it happens often. Um, these old guys overestimate themselves. And they get rid of the old loyal wife that they have the kids with for some young gold digger. What does the gold digger do? Take all their money. Then the kids are pissed and they fight. Sometimes uh, the kids win. Like in New England, it seems like the kids are winning. Sometimes the kids lose, like in the New Orleans Saints and Miss Benson. Who Miss Spence is one of those people that probably their whole life they've been a knockout, right? Since they're little girls, like not their whole. It's just people have that presence, but she used it to get a three billion dollar football game. So the Atlanta Falcons are in a divorce battle, and they're in a trust. So what happens with trust? And I dealt dealt with these people on a day to day basis. All they care about is profit. So when the general manager or the coach comes in and say, hey, we need a backup linebacker to back up these guys and pay some special teams so we have depth and keep things fresh. Uh, and he costs $10 million a year. The bean counter, the trust is like, what? A backup linebacker, $10 million? No way. <laughs> so what happens is that these teams are wearing down about this time of the season. Um, they have to run it a lot. And they do things like get Desmond Ritter, who they set up to fail because they don't want to pay him a second contract. The quarterback is the most expensive position. That's why he sucked. He's always sucked. Because he can get him in the right run play. He can run himself. The quarterback can make three first downs with his legs. He can win 70% of the time. But his, Melissa, literally, Melissa has a better delivery than Desmond Ritter. Melissa throws it from here, from her ear. Desmond Ritter is like doing sidearm, right? His, his linemen are 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, so you got to create passing games, passing lanes. It's a cheap offensive lineman 
have to create passing lanes for this guy because he's throwing a sidearm. Disaster. Even if you suck, you can still run block. So, that's all that to say against the Vikings. We just lost Kirk Cousins and they're playing a, a midget at quarterback. Um, makes sense of this, Melissa. What do you think? What's the pick here? Gonna be, yeah, so it means it's going to be crazy. That's what that means. Yeah. Uh, even me. I'm like, what? No way. No way it's getting over 37. So we're going to switch that yeah. to under under 37. Uh, yeah. The, the problem with Minnesota, and I like Kevin O'Connell a lot. Uh, he's done a great job to get this team to where they're at. They really shouldn't be 4-4. But he... He's done a great job coaching. You know, he's doing 15 jobs. Again, that's a, another corrupt organization that doesn't want to pay for good assistance. He was the cheapest option available. Uh, and the reason we went with the Falcons was because of Tyler Henneke. Tyler Henneke got cheated in Washington. Tyler Henneke is always going to cheat, but he is uh, has a lot of guts. He's a smart, good quarterback. I love Tyler Haneke. He's covered and made me money plenty of times. He's going to do it again. So I'm going to go Tyler Haneke with the Falcons, minus the four, under 37. As uh, He was getting cheated again with starting Ritter over him. He's far superior quarterback. He reads defenses better quickly, gets the team in the right play quickly, isn't confused out there like Ritter was. And look at his delivery. He's not even as tall. As Ritter, but his delivery is higher. I remember Ritter getting the ball knocked down four times against Alabama. So give me your Atlanta Falcons under 37. That's a pick there. That's your money he pick there. Also, he also got four touchdowns in the last game. Nice. So, yeah. that's also another good factor. So he's hot. Um, so he's hot. He's going yeah. to get himself. Now, the, the quarterback for Minnesota... It's a no-name, right? I looked it up, Minnesota, starts review, saw his name. Where did I throw my head, right? Because it's not important. Uh, they got Josh Dobbs from Arizona, so he knows his time is limited. It isn't like, oh, yay, I'm going to be the backup. I get my chance. It's, no, it's not, man. You're going to be out. <laughs> you know? It's not good for him. He's not excited. It's not a good vibe, really. It isn't. You know, you're going to be replaced. Right? right? When you're at a job and you're going to replace you, you're like, oh, F these people. You're like giving a loud. <laughs> right? They're giving the promotion to somebody else. Right? <laughs> you're warming up. You're like, oh, F these people, man. Or professional. Yeah. All right. So that is 
feel good about this game once you process them. Falcons minus four, under 37. Yeah. What's the next game we're going to look at? Uh, we're going to look at the uh, Seahawks and the Ravens. Seahawks and the Ravens. You got Pete Carroll. Like an old-ass Pete Carroll, 73 years old. Won three national titles with USC. Uh, went to two Super Bowls. He's either in management books, for even as smart as he is, making a huge management blunder. Do you see a lot? Maybe the older guys, Belichick's doing the same thing. Being a control freak and trying to control everything. And man, really... Uh, Melissa's been an angel sent down from football heaven to help us make money. Because listening to Melissa, uh, literally five percentage points higher. Right? He doesn't do that. So he, instead of running Marshawn Lynch and winning a Super Bowl, uh, Wilson throws it. Never been to a Super Bowl since. So as great as a coach he is, being a control freak, trying to control everything, has been his downfall. Harbaugh is different. He's from the Harbaugh Mafia football family. They get together on these Renaissance weekends. They go, they have a big, a big boat, yacht, and they go to Lake Michigan and they hash out what they're going to do, what they're going to hire. Harbaugh hired a great offensive coordinator, Todd Monken, uh, who just finished winning two national titles with those dogs, Will Hunt, uh, Kirby Spark from the Village Nick Satan Mafia family. He's getting five points. Those who listen to the podcast, loyal listeners, we love you. The super fans listen to it twice. Yes, hearing <laughs> twice every week say that Harbaugh does not cover big lines. He does cover as a dog. Going against uh, the Seahawks and Coach Carroll, who's five and two. Really not because he's doing so great. It's just the you know the league's mediocre. He's never going to change. Thing. But why? He's made millions and millions of dollars. Most people don't change unless they have to. So that's why this game's going under 43 points. Even though they have good offenses, they can sort far more than that. They're rigid thinking. It's the middle of the season. Salesmen think short term. Businessmen and women think long term. Long term thinking is higher level. You make more money, you're happier, you're more stable. Have less anxiety. We have long-term things going on. Long-term people, great the short-term people, and cultivate relationships with long-term people. I want Melissa's picks for the next 20 years. <laughs> so, what do you think about this game, Melissa? Um, I, I think the Ravens are going to cover this one. I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna go under. I don't see it going over. Um, I don't see. I don't see it going over forty-three. I think it's gonna go under forty-three. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like it's gonna be a close one. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be a lot of running. Yeah. 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 It's I think so too. Establish a running game, and they wanted something to break on special teams. So that's why the the, the under forty three is attractive. Are you going over that on this under forty three? Because the average score of the national game is forty five. Forty five, yeah. Um, I'm going under. Okay, under forty three. 
the Ravens minus five, under 43. What's the next game we're going to look at? That would be the Cardinals and the Browns. Bidwell family, right? Bidwell family, family owned team. Again, cheap family owned team. Uh, the two owners and it's a corrupt. Uh, Haslam is also corrupt. Uh, I'll just Google it real quick. Haslam, owner of the Browns. Corruption. Corruption case. It's already in here. <laughs> uh, owner hasn't been charged in any wrongdoing with the front with the with the fraud street scheme, but he will sue. Right? But that's the owner of the Cleveland Clowns. That's why they're so cheap. Uh, that's why we're going uh, under. I'm actually going to go over the total, but I can see Melissa's point about going under. And we'll have Jim break the tie on that. Uh, we're basically betting the same thing. She likes the Browns minus seven. And I like Arizona plus eight. What do you think? What, why did you pick the minus seven with the Browns? Statistically, statistically speaking, um, so that is my reasoning for going to the Browns. Right. And we'll have uh, our friend Jim break the tie, do coverage. Yes. For Roto Wire Sports, you can catch Roto Wire on the CVS Sports Network. He's going to promote us on there too. So thank you, Jim. We'll promote him on here, <laughs> <laughs> breaking our ties here. Uh, yeah. They were complaining in the Cleveland Plain Dealer about how bad the Browns' defense is. Kyler Murray is coming back, so Kyler Murray coming back, I, I don't think he wants to take too many chances throwing the ball. He's going to run it, and that's going to make the defensive linemen of the Browns tired and make this game over, go over for me. Average score of an NFL game is 45, and this is priced at 40. So I like the Arizona Cardinals plus the 8, which you can get them now, over the 45. What's the next game we're going to look at, Melissa? The Rams and the Packers. Two best friends going. Uh, two young guys. I like seeing the young guys out there. Uh, both from the Andy Reid Mafia football family. They all like that West Coast offense. Big offensive linemen and run the ball. Uh, and, and they both know how to score points. Uh, the Rams. Let me look here. The Rams. They're coming off getting their asses beat by the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, yeah. right? Yeah, saw and, that coming. <laughs> yeah, and more telling, and I've seen it at training camp. Uh, really, Stafford shouldn't be out there. Uh, I know his wife's cancer came back. That's sad, you know, I hate, I hate seeing that, right? Or Matthew Perry, whoever, where you have all the success. 
You have everything in the world, right? And then they die young. It's always tragic to me. Always tragic because I've seen both sides. I've seen people die young. I've seen people live poor, miserable lives. I've, I've seen people live poor, happy lives. <laughs> and I've been. Sure. <laughs> and I've been on both sides. I've been poor, where I can only yep. afford the PNDO. And I've been fortunate. I've had times where I was just floating on air. Yeah. You know? Uh, mm-hmm. And now I'm in the middle somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of both sides. So uh, Stafford, I hate to see him out there because you uh, can see him trying to fake it. They have they showed him on the sideline and then show him grimace the way he did, and the way his body is in training camp. You see how fragile it is. Uh, not, not good stuff. Uh, the Packers need a win. The Packers need to win big time. The conspiratorial part of me says, since this is this guy's friend, he's won the Super Bowl, uh, you know, he's going to take it easy on him. But I don't think so. They're both competitive guys. They want to go out and beat each other. Uh, I like the over 41 because when two young offensive guys go against each other, they want to keep scoring, regardless of what's going on in the game. They've met each other in the playoffs a couple times, but this is what Aaron Rodgers is there. It's a big difference. And this is when Goff was with me today. Uh, now you got a hurt quarterback and you got uh, Jordan Love. Now, Jordan Love, good friend of Chad, who was on the podcast last year, was telling stories about that. He looks close for you. I'm going to creatively harass him right now. Try to pump him for information. But I digress. We, what are, what are your thoughts on this game? I, I do like the Rams, plus three over 41. Um, I have the Rams plus the three. Um, I was thinking under 41, but I think I might change my mind on that and go over, because we have some valid points, you know. No, right um, See, that's the thing. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Melissa and I listen to each other, but we listen you know, and that's what happens in relationships with friends. You listen to argue. <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen to understand. First, understand before you attempt to be understood. So really mm-hmm. the key is meditation. You stop the movie in your head and listen to what the other person has to say. And then again, there's so many things going on. This is a crazy, chaotic world we live in that it's impossible for you to have a beat on every angle. Right? It's impossible. Mm-hmm. The highest level of certainty in probability theory is 80%. So it's always that 20% out there. That you have to listen to understand, to evaluate, sometimes to amplify, but genuinely. I think empathy, what do you think? I think empathy has been, I mean, it's valid, but it's been overdone, and you get a lot of fake empathy. And if you're a good friend, sometimes you can't have good empathy. Sometimes you gotta say, hey, you know, that's fucked up. We're all fucked up, and you're (laughs) fucked up, and that's fucked up. Don't do that shit no more, man. 
or a girl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. If it's your true friend, you know, there's a lot of fake empathy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Relationships are different. Every single relationship is different. It's like a thumb print. Don't get involved in that. You can do some mm-hmm. fake empathy there. Just any way you go, it's yeah. gonna be just that that's a good spot for fake empathy. But other than mm-hmm. that, no. But listen though. Turn the movie off in your head and really listen to what the other person has to say. Alright? Yeah. Alright. All right. So we listen to understand, not to argue. And we got the ramps. Making money, because it's money about. Ramps. Yep. What's the three over 41? What's the next game we're going to look at? That would be the Buccaneers and the Texans. Buccaneers and the Texans. Uh, it's a, you have to do, everybody has to do it alike. At one point or the other, uh, anything you do in excess doesn't matter. You can have too much money, you can have too much good food. You can exercise too much. Uh, and having the skill of being able to manage your feelings, to feel your erratic feelings and yell and scream and act crazy by yourself and do it with other people around. <laughs> right? To, to feel that in some, some of your emotions are not going to be rational emotions. But you have to feel them so they don't get into your subconscious. Uh, and betting on games is very important. That's why you stay away from betting your own team because you're too emotional about it. You want your team to win. It's like your kid, and you're using this skill, this taxing on your brain. You're doing mental gymnastics, right? With your emotions, you're withholding your emotions at certain times uh, to use your logical brain to make a good decision. Why spend that energy on your own team when you got 20 other teams you can pick? Just enjoy the game. Exactly. Be rational with your own team, you know? Uh, so I have, but you have to watch your most. Uh, Joshua, this has to do with the Texans. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of C.J. Stroud, the, the quarterback of the Texans. Uh, not only is he sort of from Southern California, where I'm from, he comes from a single dad. He works his hard to sleep. He's always telling that story. And it was always a question, was he going to be better than Bryce Young? Uh, and, you know, the mom, you can tell the mom that she worked hard and she was a single mom and she took him to all the practices and she did this and that, paid for the coaches so he could become a number one draft pick. And now he buys her out. So I'm emotional about C.J. Stroud. I'm rooting for C.J. Stroud. But... The jury was still out uh, whether he was going to be a legit NFL quarterback, regardless if he started, because the Texans, you kind of get in a bad spot, because the Texans is a nepotism. You see how bad nepotism is, right? With Josh McDaniels, his dad's best friend with Belichie, he gets some jobs or whatever. Uh, Belichie is one of the greatest defensive coordinators of all time. Tom Brady, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So McDaniels was a coordinator, and he wasn't that great. He was just there because of nepotism. It's a, his dad's relationship with, uh, with Belichick. The Texans are owned by the McNair family. The son, Fat McNair, uh, Google him. He's a fat, racist, misogynist, piece of shit pig. Right? 
How's that for alliteration? Piece of shit, P. Who has to hire black <laughs> head coaches because he's so racist and he was getting kicked out of the league. We looked out yeah. with the Michael Ryans and CJ Strauss legit. But taking emotion out of it, I like the minus two in this situation. Um, mm-hmm. Against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay really, really sucks. You see with their eyes. They kind of fooled me early <laughs> in the season with the defense. But they're, they're, that's why I'm picking the under because they, they suck so bad. And you look at Tampa Bay's scores. And again, you're like, Josh, what are you talking about these people? You're gossiping. No, no, no. Listen, uh, as a wealth manager, there's two ways you can invest, right? It's fundamental analysis and technical analysis. With technical analysis, you look at charts, numbers, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's ever gotten rich doing that. People have gotten rich. And this is, when you say that, I'll use a reference. Robert Schiller from Yale University, one of the best uh, investors of all time, one of the best professors in the he said, nobody gets rich with technical analysis. People have gotten rich with fundamental analysis. And one of the big things about fundamental analysis is corporate governance. That Kraft and Jerry Jones were fighting each other over technical, over uh, fundamental analysis. Corporate governance. So the corporate governance here are the coaches and the owners that I'm talking about. The fat piece of shit pig in there. And believe me, when you start reading his stories online to see how much of a piece of crap the guy is. But his dad was a billionaire. That's why he has a team. Um, but it's going to go under because look at Tampa Bay's score. So 25 to 9. 20, 20, 31 20. In there. Uh, 36. 21 20. That's, that's Texas. Tampa Bay is. Texas. Lots or low scores as well. Uh, Tampa Bay is 2017 against Minnesota. 27-17 against Chicago. They have not scored more than 18 points all year. They're scoring 17 points a game. Houston's scoring 18 points a game. And this game is priced at... Thirty-nine. I say no way against the 39. What do you think? Lewis? Because um, Tampa Bay has to win with defense. I, I don't think that, I think the Texans are going to cover, you know, the minus two. Um, I agree I with that. Think it, might, it might be one of those games where it's going to go over. Yeah, they've had most of the season uh, unders, but they might break that under... No, but what's the what's the word? Um, habit, not habit. Right, right. Not the word, like, I can't think of trend word right or um. Trend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> they might break that. Um, <laughs> they might break that, and they might actually go over for one. So um, I feel like it, it's going to be that time that they're going to surprise us and go over. Um, no, no. Yeah. It's sports based about collaboration. So I remember, like, mm-hmm. uh, Chad was on a podcast last year. He would say. In a controlled environment, they're in the dome. Both teams need points. You're going to see like a 60-yard field goal. It's easier for them mm-hmm. to kick field goals in a controlled environment like that. So I say going under it, yeah, why not? Go over the, the 39 in a mm-hmm. controlled environment where they need points. 
you drove it, you might not be there again. Let's bring this kicker out because he's in a control environment, has a better chance to make it and make us money mm-hmm. going over 39 points. Right. So, Melissa agrees. We're going to Texas minus two over 39. Next game yeah. is the Patriots, which uh, your dad, right, and your brother, big Patriots fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this game? They're playing, I think it's a good recipe for them because they're struggling and they're getting the Lord Commanders who just traded away their best player. Um, I know. What do you think? I, I personally think the Patriots, they need to win this one. Um, they're going to be home. They have been sucking all season so far. They're, they're two and five. Um, their stats compared, you know, to the last week's games um, versus the Commanders for this week, um, they're over. You know, they're a little bit better than how the Commanders performed last week. So, and then the Commanders making that trade. Um, I personally feel like the Patriots are going to have a victory. Um, they're going to cover and it. I feel like it's going to go under the 40 points. I don't see them going over. I feel like the defense on both teams are going to play very well. Um, and there's not going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Right. Maybe a lot of field goals. Right. And we are. Uh, 143 up, 90 down, 61%. Listen, listen. It's just spot on because of what she just said there. Uh, two defensive coaches going against each other, two old school defensive coaches uh, who have been in Super Bowls going against each other. And the Patriots, uh, you know, getting into November, there's a war going on. Uh, mm-hmm. They need a win at home. Yep. They haven't done anything for their home fans there. I'm pulling them up right now. Um, I know they lost the first game of the season against the Eagles. They pushed the five for me. Uh, then they lose against Buffalo at home. There they go. I don't think that, yeah, they haven't won a home game all year. The Saints shut them out at home. Actually, Buffalo was the only game they won at home. It goes 2-5. So, you see how these old coaches think, right? You see Mm -hmm. uh, Sean Payne win a division game against Andy Reid. More important than that, I cashed that ticket and made money off of them also made money off the Buffalo Bills division game he wins. The only two games he won are division games because he only cares about division games because he counts with you. Whether you agree with him or not, that's what he does. So we, mm-hmm. you know, we make money off of that. But he has to win this game at home against Washington. Commanders, who they got the new owner, Josh Harris, which some people are mad at Philadelphia. They just got rid of Hart. But they got rid of their mafia scumbag tussler owner Daniel Snyder but mm-hmm. God bless Daniel Snyder he has a huge 100 foot yacht and he's sailing the Mediterranean, the Mediterranean. he's in international waters 
where the police can't get him, but Hamas might, so you better be careful. <laughs> you better have some good guards, you know, having that boat in the Mediterranean. So, uh, don't trust the Patriots. I'm going to go money line Patriots under the 40 points. What's the next game mm-hmm. we're going to look at? That would be the <laughs> boring game, probably, and Bears and the Saints. Oh, God. Again, you know, if you have the NFL ticket or NFL network, when this game comes on and you're having problems sleeping, (laughs) everybody's having problems sleeping this day. Nobody's sleeping. Even me, I need the the gummy bears, you know, the common gummy bears, the pot gummies. uh, Yeah. To get to sleep some nights. I cut them up because I'm old. I don't have tolerance. Any tolerance. It's okay, I cut mine up too. So the Saints, yeah, I gotta get you the ones I have. See what you think. Yeah. But the Saints, yeah. the Aints, Lori Benson. Uh, Google her, Google her story. Another successful gold digger. Saints, cheap team. The Bears um, got rid of the running back coach. But what scares me about this game is that professional teams don't get blown out twice. But the Bears are so bad. You gotta look at this number. If it goes to ten, go go with the Bears. If it stays under the ten, go with the Saints. We got the Saints minus six. Under forty-one, because uh, the Saints are a really good defensive team, and the Bears suck on offense. They have a no-name quarterback. So Saints minus six under forty-one. What's the next game we're gonna look at? The uh, the Colts and the Panthers. Colts and the Panthers. Panthers broke our heart last week, getting their first yeah. win. Bryce Young, Alabama. Uh, Frank Reich. <laughs> from the Andy Reid football mafia family, literally from his mission and tutor, mentored by Andy Reid to become a head coach. He's the only reason the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowls with Nick Foles. So he's going to develop Bryce Young. He did really good um, against the Colts. And they have Gardner Minshew, right? Uh, he's the Joe Dirt of the NFL. Uh, you know, there's a market for him, right? The redneck quarterback who lives in a trailer. Uh, grew up poor. Now he is in Indiana of all places. He's better than Anthony Richardson the starter. He has been playing well. All of the Colts games have gone over. They're in Indianapolis. Mike Pence just dropped out of the presidential race. Uh, Indiana needs hope. Mike Pence is from Indiana. They need hope. NFL and the referees are going to give it to them. Uh, In Carolina against the Panthers. So I think it's going to be a wild game. Definitely like, like the over 45. I like the Colts. What do you think, Melissa? Um, I agree um, with the Colts. I think I'm going to do the Colts in the money line as well. And then right. the um, I think it might go under just because the Panthers are the Panthers. Worst <laughs> team in the NFL league right now. Um, I just don't see a lot of points being scored here um, on the Panthers end. Panthers, yeah, they're, they're protecting and, their young quarterback. Yeah. Um, maybe a lot of field goals. So um, 
I'm, I'm feeling the under on this one. But I will do the Colts and the money line on top of it. Um, covering. Right. Colts kind of. Yeah, because you have the more experienced quarterback. Uh, one of the reasons I'm going over, and we'll get Jim to break the tie on that. Uh, yeah. Jim Comfrey, Roto Sports, CBS Sports. Jim is the national champion of fantasy guys. So anybody has a fantasy question, throw it our way. We'll get it to Jim. Uh, but he'll bring our tie with us. Uh, I like the over. Because the teams are going to wear down. Two cheap teams are going to wear down. Uh, as the season moves along. It's tiring to do all the snaps on special teams. But Jim will break the tie. And mm-hmm. I think the audience always wins. Uh, Melissa and I agree of the Colts. So... Probably the total is going to be crazy. You might want to stay away from that. Just double down mm-hmm. on the Colts right. money. What's the next game we're going to look at? The Giants and the Raiders. The Giants. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Mark Davis. I guess the way they say it, I don't know, man. I, I shouldn't use any slang because I'm old. It probably sounds stupid using slang. <laughs> but Mark Davis goes hard is what he <laughs> I still say that so long. <laughs> yeah, he likes his, you know, cokes and prostitutes. He's that type of guy. Now he has a team in Vegas, right? In well, place. Yeah. Uh, he fires the nepotism coach we talked about, McDaniels, who stole film of the other teams when 6 0. And all he got, mm-hmm. I was reading today, all he got was a $50,000 fine, right? It's crazy. You and I would be mm-hmm. in jail. Uh, other than that, that 60-0 start, he only won 20% of his game. Sad to see him go. It was fun betting against him. Another guy, Antonio Pierce, who you not want to meet in a dark alley. Uh, really smart guy, though. He's not going to be the head coach of the Raiders. He's going to put it on the defense. He's going to put it on the defense guy. Uh, linebacker guy. Tough guy. Against Brian Deball. And Brian Deball's been a heck of a coach. And, man, did they get on him for just being way too conservative and losing that game. And when you play it safe and you play it not to lose, what happens? You lose. Mm-hmm. But he's a great coach. He's won a lot of games he should not have won. Uh, and he's the type of guy he won a national title with, Nick Satan in Alabama. And then he's been the best coach uh, Josh Allen's ever had at Buffalo. He was an office coordinator at Buffalo. So, being an experienced, good coach against a guy coaching his first game, I love. I'm getting points in this. Give me the ants plus the three under 38. What do you think, Melissa? I think the complete opposite. (laughs) The complete opposite on both spectrums. I think the Raiders are going to cover the minus three. Um, I think it's going to go over 38, maybe by a point or two, not by a lot. Um, it's going to be right there, just by a hair um, going over. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. At some part, some parts might be boring, at the other parts, because um, <laughs> it's the Raiders. <laughs> no, it's going to be a disaster. This game, I mean, it's. Um, it's- People who like running, I guess the old school guys, they like people running it all day. And they, um, they're going to sit Garoppolo. And they're going to start yeah. Aiden whatever. 
at starting yeah. quarterback. Who's going to be afraid of Antonio Pierce throwing an interception? It could be one of those games yeah. where they put in the young guy, he sucks so bad in the first half. Garoppolo comes back in the second half to try to save him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, my, uh, I was, when I was updating my, um, my charts and everything today, my favorite part for the Giants, <laughs> their passing yards was negative nine. God. How do you, I've never seen negative nine at all this season. How do you get negative nine? And then Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod his passing Taylor. yards was four to seven and then eight yards. The lowest I've seen all season, so... This is my why of why I chose the Raiders because of the performance from last week. Right. Um, it just wasn't. It was. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Um, yeah, their their rushing yards were better than the Raiders. Right. Um, but everything else was just crap. <laughs> and it's crazy because they got a pick six. I thought when they got yeah. a pick six. You know, that was going to rally the troops. Uh, again, you know, when you're watching games, and you look at the corporate governance of it, right? Uh, Dan Campbell in that game had it right. You look at him, he was wearing the, the, the headphones, but he had it up. He wasn't even talking to the coaches. He was listening to what they were doing. They'll put it down if he wants to say something, but he had it up. He didn't have any papers, right? You have McDaniels with all his papers, he has some headphones, he's calling plays, and da-da-da. That's dumb. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Don't try to call the plays, too. Get a smart offensive coordinator and uh, manage your team. But that's what I yeah. you know, So, uh, we'll get Jim, see what Jim's opinion is. <laughs> all right. Or am I just switch to what? Melissa saying. Because this is such a wild card. It is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the quarterback for it. Let me look real quick. I, I mean, it's funny because it's one of the times where you, where you read the information and the information is so outrageous it's just hard to process. Mm-hmm. Because Tyron Taylor, Tyron Taylor should not be out there. So uh, it's happened before. First, it happened when I was a kid with Bill Walton. He, you know, was hurt, but he played. And then he, you know, you get hurt and not play again. I see Stafford in training camp. He's hurt. He's playing. Uh, it's almost like a scam. Like they can practice and they look good. They got an agent or whatever to get the money to play, but they're not what they used to be. This is not the Tyrod Taylor that took the Bills to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This, he's not been the same since the Charger doctor tried to kill him. <laughs> not on purpose. I know. I know. <laughs> With that shot. Yeah, he's never been the same. He shouldn't be in the NFL anymore. Can't believe he is in yeah. the NFL anymore. Um, and, okay. You know what? I'm going to switch it to Melissa. Because Leonard uh, Williams the de- best defensive heart and soul captain of the team, they traded him because uh, D-Ball made the mistake of making the playoffs last year and costing him money and labor costs. They want to make sure they did not make the playoffs this week. Remember, the Marriott's a very, very cheap family-owned team, the theme of this week. Cheap 
family-owned team. The Maras, they care more about Rooney Mara's film career than they care about the team. You got people in the Giants, right, who are grandfathered in to season tickets. There's, there's 100,000 people waiting, waiting list for season tickets to the Giants. And you have people in divorce settlements that say, hey, take the kids, uh, take the house, sign me up for the highest level of percentage of alimony. However, in exchange for that, I want giant season tickets. <laughs> and for Fan Appreciation Day, they gave him a small, watered-down diet can't believe that. What kind of fan appreciation is that? That's how cheap these people are. The Mara family. Corporate governance. And of course the famous thing, all the players are getting hurt on that turf. They don't change the turf. So, Antonio Pierce is going to fire these people up. Either out of motivation or fear. <laughs> so give me the Raiders. The greatness of the Raiders at home. In Vegas, on the money line, I still like the 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 under. Going under. With a, yeah, with the fear, the fear of Antonio. I'm afraid of Antonio Pierce, and I I'm not even close to him. All right, what's the next game we're gonna look at, Melissa? Uh, the Cowboys and the Eagles. Traditional game. Uh, great movie about mental health and sports betting. Silver Linings Playbook. My wife was telling me about another Jennifer Lawrence movie where I guess she was, she was supposed to sleep with this rich kid or baby's rich kid or something. But she was in it with Bradley Cooper. And one of, not, not to spoil the movie, but one of the big parts of the movie is about the Dallas Cowboys in the Philadelphia big traditional uh, game. There's people who bet Dallas blindly, there's people who bet the Eagles blindly. Uh, great movie about sports betting and mental health. And we do that here. We do here mental health per se kit. And now with Melissa helping me, now for November and the holidays, you have what they call seasonal contagion. People who get Severely depressed during the holidays. So for that, we're going to have motivation on Mondays, where we're going to—we're not psychotherapists, even though we could probably play one on TV. We're not psychotherapists, but we can give you a first aid kit. We can give you a band-aid so you can see a real therapist take care of you. Uh, so seasonal contagion. Not everybody celebrates the holidays, so you always have to kind of temper it down. I'm a big holiday. I'm a big. Christmas person, but I understand uh, some people have lost a lost a loved one in life. So to them, it's the worst part of the year. Right? So it's always that balance. So here, that's why you never parlay, and it's in Silver Linings Playbook. The reason why you never parlay, not to spoil the movie, but it's you win for, and then the fifth game. You're still have anxiety. You're still mm -hmm. gripping. You're not enjoying, you're not laughing. If you've won four in our system, you got money, you got profit, significant profit, significant money. 
you're watching the last game and something crazy happens and you don't cover you're laughing. You're slamming your beer. You're having a good time. You're not right. <laughs> it's the mental health aspect of it. So big game for a lot of people. Uh, Cowboys have a really good defense. The Eagles got a really good system with Howie Rose, who lost his first marriage because he's married to the game of football. Now his current wife knows that he's not going to be around much, but he's going to have money. Right? <laughs> Our relationship is uh, They're going to cover the three. It's going to be under 47 points because it's the first time they play each other this year, and they're going to run it at each other, try to beat each other up. The Eagles with that five-man front, but Dallas is still going to try to run them. Vice versa. Uh, another reason I like the under is that Jalen Hurts never has been able to read defenses. He's run too much, but now his body's hurt from running through them. So they can't get over they can't get over that. What do you think, Melissa? Mm-hmm. I agree. All the way. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> nice, nice. It's going to be the late game. So you have to, especially on Sunday, uh, on Friday, Melissa and I will be back and give you what I'll call for sure money-making, blow-up money-making college football picks. Feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. So you got your college football watching days where you're making money. And then, remember, you got Germany, 6.30 in the morning, and then you have this game yeah. late. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, yeah. It's, good. it's interesting. Right? It's interesting. It's one of those things where maybe the uh, early games, you can just take a nap after that. Yep. And wait for the later games. Then Sunday night, you got the Bills and the Bengals. It's a replay from uh, the playoffs last year. And I call it revenge game theory. (laughs) It's always 100%. Of course, you do not bet it blindly. Uh, The Bills, again, emotional control, right? That's why we look at emotional control. Kareem Hunt, he's a white beater. You know, you're gossiping. Well, that shows lack of impulse control. Then he had impulse control issues on the sidelines. Is that, can you control your emotional, you know, business and pleasure? Da, da, da. Can, you, can, can you separate things? Can you compartmentalize things, right? Kareem Hunt can't. Josh Allen and Gabriel, the wide receiver, can't. They started fighting with each other and digs. They start fighting amongst each other during this playoff game last year. So it's a bad scene. Now they're going to Cincinnati, the Bengals. What do you think it was? I think it's going to be a really good game. Yeah. A really, really good game. Um, I feel like the Bills are going to cover this one, and I might take them on the money line as well. It's not um, a bad pick on the money. A very, very talented team. In a reve- they're emotional, so they they literally mm-hmm. want revenge in this game. Yep. A little extra juice. Yep. So that is going to be the gorgeous Melissa money line pick of the week. Your yes. Buffalo Bills. Yes. They are. They are in the money line. I'm going to bet it right now as we speak. Because I have ADHD. 
<laughs> bunch of things that'll happen between now and when they really, so I better bet it now <laughs> to make sure. You don't want to be looking back tomorrow and be like, oh crap. <laughs> oh yeah, or Sunday, Sunday, Sunday when the game's like, oh what, all these things happen. This thing called me that, uh, <laughs> better, I better do it now because that's the thing, we got 61%, but that 61% has to translate into money. Pay for things. It's like a super excel. Alright, so it's plus 118. That's pretty good. Wow. On a a Super Bowl contending team. In a revenge game situation. Uh, Isn't this where Hamlin uh, died? Yeah. I think it is. I think that's why it's going to be very... I wonder if they're going to put him in on this game. I wonder if they're going to have him as an active. I don't think they had him active. Right. So hopefully, I haven't, yeah, ho- hopefully <laughs> I haven't poisoned your mind with too many conspiracy theories, but do you think uh, they're going to get the referee's call, the sympathy call? I feel like it's going to be one of those games. I feel like there's going to be a lot of questionable, right. both questionable calls on the Bengals. Um, and I think it's definitely going to favor the Bills to get them their, you know, victory win for last year's, you know, yeah. makeup game. Right. You know, it's definitely going to be an emotional game, I feel like. Right. I'm excited for that one. I'm excited <laughs> for that one, too. Now, now I'm a Bills fan. Now, I have a lot of friends who are Bills fans, and uh, mm-hmm. really, uh, sports betting is about collaboration. And I get a lot of text, a lot of Hey man, I can't pick Bills games, you know. But, <laughs> but what do you think? But I know you're not a Bills fan. Da, da, da. What do you think? And there's always a lot of back and forth of Bills games going on on my phone. Mm-hmm. The sports betting collaboration, and they give me the insight on the Buffalo Bills or what they're thinking or where the Bills mafia nation is. So I like them on the money line. The gorgeous Melissa money line pick of the week. It's your yeah. Buffalo Bills. What's the last game we're going to look at, Melissa? Oh, actually, it's the last game. Now, Melissa... It's the last game! <laughs> yes. Melissa cannot bet a Chargers game. Guess it's her own team. She can be irrational. She can throw stuff on the TV, scream, deal with a Spanos Greek Mafia family. What is your L.A. Chargers report, Melissa? Um, okay, so... Let's see. They won. <laughs> <laughs> they won. <laughs> they got away finally. Um, Did it feel I, good that I, it was a block? Because a lot of Charger games, because they're a cheap team, are close. Yeah. They just went against a cheaper team, the Bears. Exactly. It's like, I don't feel like it was a victory because it was the Bears. Of right. course they're going to be the Bears. It's the Bears. The Bears they are trying to lose. <laughs> He did good last game. He finally came back. His 
testosterone levels have, you know, kind of <laughs> leveled out. He's calmer. He's not as hard-headed as he was after that win, which is what he needed to, you know, come back to the team. Okay. Um, Dicker the kicker, he's he's been doing really good. Um, he has 11 of 12 field goals and ranked ninth in field goal percentage at 91.1%. Um, he's hit all nine extra, nine, 19, sorry, extra points so far in 2023. Um, and his field goals have all been 50, you know, he's been hitting those 50 plus yard field goals, which right. is phenomenal. Um, oh, and then the Chargers, they wavered um, Kittle, I think. Okay. I think it was Kittle. I might be wrong. Let me look at the Chargers transactions. Oh, McKitty. Sorry, it was McKitty. Trey McKitty. Okay. Uh, they went with Trey McKitty, and then now they have um, Nick Bennett to replace him um, for the tight end. Uh, he's the active roster. He's going to okay. be the active roster. He's going to be playing on Monday. Monday. We're gonna be playing with them on Monday, so um, that is my report. I I know it's Monday Night Home Dog or whatever it's called. Right, Home Dog of Monday Night Football. Yeah, um, you know. They cover eighty percent of the time. We don't bet them blindly, but yeah. Um, one thing is, they did cover earlier in the season, right on that crazy part return. Mm-hmm. First game of the season where Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I um, I'm always gonna be rooting for the Chargers, not betting wise. So I will always want them to cover just to get that manifestation out there in the world. So yeah, my but, but no, that was heart- interesting. First Monday night of the season. Um, yeah. When Rogers got hurt and uh, <laughs> the other team was winning, you texted me <laughs> and you were talking shit. I'm like, wow, man, that's that clinches it, man. That's why I love Melissa so much. <laughs> She's talking shit already. First game, first first week of the season. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like it. Yeah, I'm like, I'll let her. I'll let her marinate a little bit. I, I was like, now I'll be like, now I'm gonna come back at you. And be like, don't catch your chickens before they hatch. Exactly. Or my, or my famous. I worked for these mafia people. It, it was a uh, extra space center in Tampa. Those mafia people. And that's where it first started betting a thousand dollars again. You have to put in a thousand dollars, and it was a mm-hmm. bet against the spread football for one or two weeks in a go, and. The, third week to do so like you better not win anymore man so anyways we would be first games would be over so and so it's a top they always used to say even though you're on top there's a lot of football to be played <laughs> yes so when I send you that in quotation marks you know what that means <laughs> but I did I was like oh man I love Melissa though she's talking shit already Love this girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> right on. 
But uh, yeah, I um, I feel like this is gonna be a big game for the Chargers. Um, so going to New York, know, course, it's, yeah, it's unfair. It's an unfair game because they're they're flying to New York. They're flying across the country. Their bodies aren't mm-hmm. right. Uh, since it's, it's a cheapo team, they're, they're they're not chartering a flat. They're, they're flying commercial. Their legs aren't going to be there. And the Jets are on a high on defense. They know they have to win on defense. They know Wilson sucks. And yeah. uh, the Chargers just do not have the depth to be able to hang. Now, the only uh, chance the, the Chargers have is that. Uh, because these bad Charger offensive linemen, the easiest thing to do is run block. Yep. That's why I feel so bad for Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert is a wild card because he puts the team on his back. And he's a gamer. And he wins a lot of games for the Chargers that have no business even being in or winning. Like a lot mm-hmm. of those close games, the Chargers shouldn't be in that close game. It's that, that, that Herbert is just such an outlier. Has so much heart, right? Just mm-hmm. like, you know, can't underestimate Melissa. It's just a pretty face. He is very, very, very intelligent. Um, you can't underestimate Justin Herbert just being, you know, a pretty white dude from the suburb. He literally has a lot of heart. You cannot measure a man's heart, the heart of a champion. That's Justin Herbert. And he's really doing, making something out of nothing, right? So you always got to watch that out against the guy who's the opposite. The guy that yeah. has zero substance. Um, sleeping with his mom's friends, right? Mormon dude. Wilson. Uh, it's the opposite of Herbert. Uh, yeah. So they have a fighting chance. But uh, I learned that, you know, it's just Space Center working for the Mafia guys. They're like Joshua Cerulean. That. Uh, but we're throwing out on the left side. Can you please just look that way, please, for the next hour? <laughs> look in that direction. Don't look behind now. You know what? I'm going to leave for an hour. <laughs> yeah, the craziness. But you know, was you stay home dog on Monday night, or eighty percent of the time, you do your research. We did our research. I looked at the New York Post, uh, read the LA Times, and uh, I can't. Regardless of the logic, I think uh, the Chargers have a fighting chance. They might even cover, uh, or they might win the game by one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but. Home dog on Monday Night Football. I like the Jets. Plus the three and a half. And this game is definitely going under. Because uh, yeah. with a pass rush that the Jets have. And the, the Chargers have a bad pass blocking offensive line. And it doesn't matter if it's high school, college, or pro. If you have a bad offensive line, the easiest thing for them to do is just get mad and run block. And that's what they're going to have to do against New York against that pass rush. And you can't get your franchise quarterback hurt on the road on Monday night. You got bigger fish for fry in division games. Winnable games. You want to get revenge on Kansas City. The Raiders becomes a must-win situation now with the problems the Raiders have. And then Broncos suck. So the Broncos must be a must-win situation for the Chargers. Do not get your superstar quarterback hurt in this. We got very beatable teams in division. Man, loved it. This was great. We made people and ourselves money. It was dynamic. We changed picks on here. 
we got deeper into our thinking to wrap our head around this as we have other things in our lives and we're going to have fun and make money on Sunday we have it all set up final thoughts Melissa Monday, right? By Saturday, college Saturday, college is Saturday. Yes. Well, tomorrow, my brain is not working right now. That's my final <laughs> thought. <laughs> just in time. Yeah, it, um, it expired just in time. It expired right as we were speaking right now. Um, <laughs> no, I am. Uh, I'm excited for week nine. Um, as always. Football, I'm excited for it. Um, excited for the weekend. Gonna relax this weekend because it was crazy week with Halloween, the right. kids, and everything. Right. A lot of baking. Nice. A lot of baking. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm feeling good about this week. It's gonna be a so lot. I, so yeah, so do I. So do I. But we put in the hard work, and now uh, we get an assist too by the general managers. Knowing what they're thinking at the trade demo, which teams are going to tank, which teams uh, like San Francisco, right? They got uh, Chase from Washington, right? So the rich get richer. San Francisco is going to be given, and again, what what did they get? Defensive line. So you look at, uh, you know, the pressure percentage. We, we're looking at people games, and for no reason, and we like we love all the same friends we have. Listen to it twice and make money. Tip us out. I'm going to make it easier for you guys to tip us out. Several places you can send us tips. Uh, Melissa's got great art right there. We have where you can, uh, the website, where you can go on the website. We got it right there for you. Next to the money, the money chart. And no reason to pay Action Sports $300. None at all. Just listen to each of our podcasts. I'll be more diligent about posting them soon. Uh, we're on YouTube, Reddit, we're on all the platforms. You don't have to give those people to him. Just listen to us, listen to the wise. And the episode notes I have where you can click on the top 10 rules of betting. Um, I have been updating it. I'm going to update it even more for knowledge. All because of business. We're not softy at all. Uh, we'll slit your throat if we have to. Bury you in the desert where the cops can't find you. And we're fine with person. If you mess with us. But. It's not philanthropy or religion. It's business. When you give one, you get ten back. It's good karma. And with the church run, like Zelensky getting Ukraine through the war. Winston Churchill got us through World War II. And he said, you make a living from your land. That's why this one cost us $800. And that cost $200. That's why I'm wearing shoes and I roll my butt and I get a